You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. This episode of Quick and Dirty History is brought to you by Black Lives Matter, because they do. Let's begin by reiterating something. As John Adams told us, the real revolution was in the minds and hearts of the people. It's important to be clear that the war itself was just a part of the American Revolution, and arguably the smaller part. I mean, yeah, there was a war, bloodshed, fighting, and all the horrendous and terrible things that human beings are capable of doing to one another. People have been fighting wars since the beginning of civilizations. While some are for better causes than others, they're still just terrible. War, what is it good for? Was the American Revolution necessary? Well, absolutely. But was it successful? The answer to that question varies depending on who you ask. The real test of success of the American Revolution is how it affected people's ways of thinking, like their idea of what defines a human right. Such as whether another human being, no different than you and of the same value, has the right to tell you what to do with your life. As far as the successfulness of the revolution, some people would argue that we beat the British. We have a country, so the American Revolution, it's a success. Period. Others would say, the Declaration of Independence states that all men are created equal. And let me drive something home. When Thomas Jefferson said that all men are created equal, he was really talking about all people are created equal. So when even down the line, in the modern era, women, African Americans, and Native Americans are treated unfairly, can you really call the American Revolution a success? When African Americans are murdered in the streets, even today, can you say we have advanced? To gauge the successfulness of the American Revolution, we have to understand how the time period affected everyone, and whether or not there has been a lasting change for good. In this episode, we're going to focus on African Americans, who did not come to America, the land of opportunity as we say, by choice. First of all, slavery is so wrong at its core. And it should give every American to this day pause that our country once endorsed it. African Americans have been a part of America well before its conception. In fact, Crispus Attucks, an African American, was the first person to be killed during the Boston Massacre. Also making him the first American fatality of the War of Independence. By 1775, as many as a half million enslaved African Americans were living in the colonies. What's more disturbing is that the effects of 400 years of evil policies aimed at African Americans are still felt, even today. A little more gratitude should be in order. It's doubtful that we would even have a country without the efforts of African Americans during the war for American independence. At the outset of the revolution, African Americans were not allowed to fight in the Continental Army. The mass confusion of the conflict alone allowed lots of enslaved African Americans to flee for freedom, and many went to fight for the British because of the promise of freedom after the war. If you were a slave during the American Revolution, there weren't a lot of great options available to you. After the British recruited slaves, attitudes began to change, and the American military needed help. 
so much that they were about to go back on their word and recruit African Americans. Many free African Americans served in the army, and of 225 soldiers in the 1st Rhode Island Regiment, 140 of them were black. By the end of the revolution, every state except South Carolina included African American soldiers. While mostly from the northern states, around 5,000 African Americans ended up serving for the American army during the revolution. It's safe to say that this land would still be ruled by Great Britain if it wasn't for African Americans fighting and dying for the American cause. To get an idea of the mindset of these African American soldiers helping to create a country in a land that had never been kind to them, when asked their last name, many responded, Liberty or Free Men. That's what these people craved and deserved, to be unbound from racist policies. In fact, many were there in place of their rich white slaveholder who was too much of a coward to fight themselves. So, sentiments and opinions did change for many white people about the issue of slavery. Some of the more radical colonies like Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Connecticut actually passed laws prohibiting the slave trade. Vermont, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Connecticut actually ended slavery because of its evil nature. While not everything was remotely hunky-dory, many states in the North were making strides in the right direction keeping in mind that all people are created equal. In the South, however, unfortunately, slavery emerged as a very important part of society. In fact, it became more entrenched after the revolution. Here, all people were not created equal. In South Carolina alone, before the year 1800, they would import at least 20,000 African Americans to be enslaved. What the actual fuck, South Carolina. So, was the revolution successful in establishing a country? Well, sure. Was the revolution a success for black people? Well, not even a little bit. The central and heartbreaking topic of slavery isn't going away anytime soon, and as we'll see, it continues to drive a rift between northern and southern states until the outbreak of a much larger war. But that is for another episode. <laughs> <laughs>